Hey, Todd with you from the 98.1 Triple M Geraldton Brecky Show. This time around, it's all about the sport. We're into round three of the NBL One West season, and the Bucks again on the road for a double header. We catch up with Bucks coach Dale Joseph to have a chat about, well, last round, which was round one, they had to buy round two, and uh, what they're looking ahead to for round three. Uh, we're also going to catch up with James Gardner to preview round one of the GNFL. It is finally here, so let's get into it with James. Yeah, it's a big round, a couple of massive games, three in fact, and we'll kick it all off tonight at 7pm at WA Country Builders Stadium. Towns versus Rovers, and this should be a belting game tonight. Towns showed some great signs last season with a very young side. They pushed teams for for a half to three quarters before they would just drop off because of their lack of experience and because of a lot of a lot of the side had played Colts that morning, which really hurt them. But heading into this year, I'd expect more improvement and growth from them, and wouldn't be surprised if they beat some of the top four sides from last year, likes of Northampton, even Rovers tonight. I think the key for them will be to play a fast and exciting brand of footy and try to catch the Rovers defenders off guard, but they have to win early clearances and work really hard away from the contest on the spread. And as I mentioned, they have definitely a chance to cause an upset in their 70th season. They kick their celebrations all off tonight. Rovers had a first-round exit last season after back-to-back flags, and they will be back for another flag tilt this year. They've lost dual JJ Clue medalist Jamin Alone, who has gone down to Subiaco, and uh, he played very well last weekend in the reserves, picking up a lot of touches and wouldn't be surprised if he went on and played league this year. And Joe McVeigh, of course, went to Melbourne, so congratulations to both those guys. But looking at Rovers, they still have plenty of troops and depth to cover these losses. The likes of Gabriel Parfit, Chris Scott, Joseph Eugle, Josh Simpson and Tom Denton when he returns later this year from his ACL injury. I mentioned it before, but the way they defend is a credit to them. They're a lot like Melbourne, which are a pretty good team to be compared to in the way that they defend because they don't have to work hard on the defence because of their system. They, that then allows them to cut teams open and get the scores from turnover. Towns will come out hard early, but if Rovers weather the storm, they'll run out winners, which I'd expect them to do. And then on Saturday at GBSC Sports Park, 1.30 is bounced down. It's the grand final rematch between Brigades and Railways, the oldest of rivals. They don't like each other, these two clubs on the field. And Brigades, they're the reigning premier for a reason, and that is because they have the best team unit in the competition and the best system and game plan. They've held most of their core premiership group together and are going to be very hard to beat again. Last year, they played such an invigorating style of football, catching teams out and cutting them open, giving defenders no hope of stopping them. And I really felt sorry for some defenders who were lining up on Dale Williamson last season with the ball coming in that quick. Um, they, they, this game really looms as a battle of the midfields with both sides evenly matched in the middle and right across the ground. But what sets the two sides apart? is in the ruck. Brigades have probably the second best ruckman in the league in Hayden Johnson, and really you're not going to beat him in the hitouts because of his sheer size and jump. He makes it so much easier for his midfielders to win the clearances because he, because he's hitting it straight down their throats every time. So railways have to do everything they can to curb his influence because the last few times they've played, he's been the difference. Railways have had a bit of change over the off-season with Matthew Powell taking over as coach and they'd be hungry to amend last year's loss and start the season with a win. 
I watched them in their pre-season game against Northampton and they seem to have bought a new game plan in wanting to move it a lot quicker than in previous years. Even if it doesn't look pretty, they're putting an emphasis on getting it forward. And when Jack Conking is clunking marks out of full forward, I think he kicked five or six, possibly even more, it's going to be hard to beat them. They look fit and ready, but I don't think they'll be able to beat brigades. And here's just a quirky stat for you, Todd. In last year's season, last year's grand final rematch between Railways and Rovers, it was in fact a draw at Greenough Oval with 84 apiece, so could we see something similar tomorrow? That would be crazy. And then the final game is out at Mazakali Oval, the uh, country derby between Chapman Valley and Northampton. This should be another cracking game. Chapman Valley were somewhat disappointing last year, but we have to remember back in 2020, they were in a prelim final and were really close to making a grandy. And we were singing their praises all year. They've got a new coach in Aaron Thomas, a club legend. He was the assistant last year and he's gone straight to work. They've recruited well in getting a couple of high-quality midfielders in Taylor Kelly and James O'Sullivan from Victoria uh, in Bendigo, who will lead their fight back as they push for finals in 2022. Along with this, the Royals have also bolstered their rock Ruck stocks in Tristan Jakes and Liam Bennett, who are both around the 6-6-6-7 mark. So they are big fellas, and they're going to need them coming against Flynn Dillon this week, the JJ Clean medalist from last season. And Northampton, they're coming off a top two finish. They've lost Jewel, All-Australian Harry Taylor, so it is a different Rams side. However, while they have Flynn Dillon in the ruck and Bo Walker at his feet, they're still a force to be reckoned with. But with Harry gone, a lot of responsibility falls on the shoulders of Dillon especially. If his influence is nullified, then it could be really hard to win tomorrow for them. And that's my one sort of knock on uh, Northampton's chances this season, is that it seems to have a bit of a lack of depth across the ground. And they can be cut open quicker by... Uh, cut open by quicker teams and because of that I'm going to tip the Valley but I wouldn't mind saying Northampton proved me wrong uh, but I think the Valley will win that tomorrow. All righty, that is round one, all kicking off this evening, 7pm uh, with the men's match. Uh, get on out there and enjoy it and of course across the weekend as well. Uh, James, before I do let you go though, we should probably let people know about the Festival of Footy happening in Northampton next Saturday. Uh, it's massive. you got Waffle, Waffle W, GNFL, GNFLW matches. Uh, it's going to be a massive day of footy. It is. It's huge. It's fantastic that uh, East Fremantle are coming up. They're playing East Perth to support the Northampton community after, of course, Cyclone Saroja. Uh, yeah, you've got, as you mentioned, GNFL, the GNFLW, the women's teams, and then the Waffle game is going to be a belter. Both two high-quality teams, and along with that, you've got some fantastic GNFL action across the weekend, so make sure you head on up. Support the Northampton community on the Saturday, and then you can get out to the GNFL on the Sunday railways and and Mullawar are playing that day on the Sunday at the Rec, but it's going to be massive. I will certainly be there. There'll be uh, Josh Kennedy's coming up, I believe. Paul Hazelby will be there. So chances for autographs, etc. So make sure you get the family up there and enjoy a fantastic day of football. We'll catch up with James again Tuesday morning to wrap up round one of the GNFL action. Now time to turn our attention to round three of the NBL One West season. The Bucks round one. Two games on the road, two wins, and they had a bye, and now they're on the road again with two games ahead of them. So let's hear from Bucks coach Dale Joseph. Any uh, scratch matches like some of the, the Perth teams did pre-season, so... Um, you know, our first weekend away to play, um, you know, uh, probably an undermanned Bunbury team was probably a good game to have first up. And 
and then to back it up against um, Mandra and, and pinch a win in overtime was a pretty good start to the season. So um, the week uh, having the week off has been helpful. We've been able to um, you know do a bit more prep work and and uh, we did a bit, bit of work um, you know working on two teams we got this weekend in Willerton and Lakeside on Tuesday. So um, I think it's worked out pretty good having that break in between for us and a bit of a eased our way into the season and um, a couple of road trips and then after that looking forward to being at home for uh, about five weeks. Yeah, that's going to be great. So uh, taking on the Tigers Saturday night, um, what's the challenge here? Um, a little bit unknown still, Todd. Um, they've been a bit undermanned their first couple of games they've had, so you can't take too much out of that. Uh, a couple of players um, possibly still away playing in Europe. Not sure whether they're back or, or not yet. And obviously a couple of players out with COVID over the last couple of weeks. So um, I think they'll be a lot stronger than they've been in the last couple of weeks. So we'll have a bit of a challenge just matching up on, on that and a little bit of unknown going into it for us as well. Yeah, you mentioned health of the players. Um, how are the Bucks at the moment? Uh, they're all good? Uh, they're all healthy? Yeah, we're going along pretty good at the moment. We've got a couple of guys uh, sort of quarantining at the moment, a couple of the younger guys. So um, at this stage, our main squad is uh, is healthy. Um, so that's hopefully get through this weekend with a full team again. And I'm sure it's going to be an issue at some point. Mm. Um, we're just trying to minimise the impact and, and how that affects us uh, moving forward for sure. All right. Uh, chatting to Bucks coach Dale Joseph. All right. So uh, after a win Saturday night against the Tigers, you'll take on the Lightning Sunday afternoon. How are they looking? Um, they've, they've started the season off with a, with a couple of losses, but also, again, um, a couple of players they would normally have not there at present for those two earlier games they've had. So, um, again, we're not sure they're there this weekend. We sort of haven't got any intel on that, but um, we'll be preparing for, for a team, um, you know, at full strength. So um, they, have their, they have some strengths that are, are tough for us to combat at times. So they're a fast-paced three-point shooting team and we'll have to adjust some of our defensive structures to, to be able to try and slow that up a little bit. So, Yeah, and of course, you can catch all the NBL1 action through the website, nbl1.com.au. And next week, we'll wrap up round three with one of the Bucks players. See how they went. I'm sure it'll be another two wins on the road. But look, join me again next week for another podcast. And if you want to get involved, email geraldton at triplem.com.au. we get our old Facebook page there as well, Triple M Geraldton. And of course, listen to The Brecky Show and give me a call, one triple three five three.